Now, we have been saying we're going to catch up with him all morning, and I am very pleased to say that joining me on the line right now, he is off that flight and able to have a chat to us. It is Paul McHugh, the president of the Police Association. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Very well, mate. Thanks so much for having a chat with us. I know that you're in between flights and uh, it's been a bit of a challenge this morning to get you on the line. So we really appreciate you having a chat with us. Um, Now, Paul, it is a very important topic, I think. The Northern Territory Police Association is calling for the Northern Territory Government to urgently commit to the 300 additional officers needed to meet policing demands as outlined by the Deputy Commissioner Commissioner Murray Smallpage during this week's coronial proceedings in Alice Springs. Paul, was it a bit of a relief to hear exactly how many police we are short? Yeah, well, I think for a long time, Katie, as you know, and, and our members have made it very, very clear through multiple surveys just how, how under the pump they are out there on the road, how understaffed they feel. Um, so to finally see a number put forward, uh, and some will obviously say that's a very ambitious number, uh, but when you're talking about the demands on policing uh, in 2023, uh, clearly there's a significant boost that's required, and uh, now we have a number to look to look at, which is which is a positive start at least. Now, it's not the only um, number to look at. Uh, he also mentioned, I believe, five hundred million dollars on infrastructure. Mm. I think I think this is um, an admission that. For many, many years, probably well over a decade, uh, the lack of investment in uh, permanent infrastructure for policing, you know, primarily in our regional remote areas, um, has has uh, floundered at best. Uh, there's been very little Northern Territory government government money invested into you know infrastructure over that period of time. So um, it sounds like a lot of money, but uh, you got to think it was 2007 the intervention come in shipping containers lobbed onto the ground and here we are still utilising those completely, uh, you know, non-fit-for-purpose facilities. Uh, So this is not a surprise to us at all. No, I don't think it's a surprise really to anybody that there is a massive investment needed when it comes to infrastructure, but also when it comes to uh, the policing shortfall. Now, Paul, on Monday, the Chief Minister joined us on the show and she said that hundreds of police officers are on sick leave. She refused to confirm the exact number. But, Paul, are we in a situation here where we need 300 officers because we've got such a large number of police on sick leave? Well, I think that's uh, an exaggeration to say there's hundreds. Um, there is over 100, there's no doubt, uh, on various types of uh, long-term and short-term leave. And remember, some of those have accepted workers' compensation you know, matters. So um, that indicates itself that there, there's been an unhealthy work environment for some time. So you can't just lob everyone in the same bucket and say, well, all these people are off on sick leave and that's the problem. That's just simply an exaggeration. Um, and, and when you talk about additional police numbers, Katie, you've got to remember it's not just one you need. You need three to cover one. People need leave. People need time off. Uh, and you need to be able to deploy them, you know, where we definitely need them the most. So sick leave is not the problem here. When you've got a, uh, a lack of resourcing, which our members have made quite clear for, for some time, mm-hmm. those people left to do the work are ultimately going to get burnt out, aren't they? They cannot keep turning up 
uh, and working so much overtime without eventually falling over. So that's what we've seen. Paul, have you had the opportunity to meet with the police minister since those survey results were released? And are we going to see any movement in this space? Yeah, look, we, we had a quick chat over the phone. We haven't been able to meet in person just yet, and I hope to do that next week. Um, but certainly we've made our position very clear. Um, for some time, no-one wanted to commit uh, numbers on a page, and obviously we've got the budget coming up, and, and people know our position on this. There needs to be a commitment from government. I've made that um, abundantly clear to the Minister. Uh, now, 300, I, I guess, is, is a lot, um, but certainly there needs to be uh, an urgent look into the resourcing model for policing because demands have changed enormously in the last decade. So we are obviously uh, short on police, yet there are. Um, there has been a 30% increase, of course, in total crime, 126% increase in domestic and family violence and 52% increase in unlawful entries over the past decade. That was what was highlighted by the Deputy Commissioner at the inquest. Paul, what impact is that escalation of crime having on police? It's overwhelming, uh, to be frank. I mean, you talk to police on the ground. We've uh, been in Alice Springs earlier this week talking to a group of, uh, of members there. We're in uh, Casuarina Station uh, last week. We'll be down in Catherine tomorrow. Uh, the feedback is consistent across the board. Uh, this increase in crime uh, has enormous effects on their ability to do their job properly. And, of course, the community then you know, feel like there's not enough police because they ring. They can't come for sometimes days. And that's not the police's fault. That's the government's responsibility to have enough to do the job. Paul, I'm very aware that you're short on time, but I do just want to touch on, I know that you told members of the association yesterday that you're not going to be putting your hand up for another term as the president of the association. Eight years, I believe it's been, that you've been in that role. Why did you make this decision? Yeah, look, obviously it's not an easy one to make. Uh, I've been with the association over 10 years, now eight years as president and you know, it is the election cycle. It's a four-year term. And, uh, you know, uh, after a lot of thought and, um, it, you know, it was, it was a hard decision. But ultimately, if you can't commit to another four-year term, I think it's time to move on and allow someone else that opportunity. Um, it's the greatest job I've ever had. Uh, but, but, you know, sometimes you've just got to make that call and, and the time is right with the election cycle. Paul, will you be staying on um, up until the, you know, this pay, you know, this pay dispute, I guess you'd call it, is sorted out? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm certainly have made that commitment to members. We know we want to get this deal done. We have been having some some positive discussions with uh, with government over the last week or two, uh, and I've made that commitment to the members that I want this done before I leave, and hopefully that's uh, you know in the next month or so. What's the process in terms of finding a replacement for you? Uh, it's just an election cycle, Katie. So, you know, any financial member of the uh, police association can nominate to become president. Um, we've got the president. President's role as well as, as well as several other executive positions up for election and, you know, people can just nominate if they feel they'd like to give it a go. But, um, you know, obviously we've got a really good structure in place. We've got a great executive and staff. Uh, so whoever takes that role on will have uh, yeah, plenty of support in place to keep the membership um, you know, membership inquiries going. Paul, I have got a message here from one of our listeners. It says it's very sad that Paul's not staying on as the president of the Northern Territory Police Association. It's a huge loss for police and civilians alike. What a fantastic leader he's been. Thank you, thank you, thank you, says that message. Oh, incredibly humbling to get those sort of messages. And, you know, we try and do our job as best as we can. We know we, you know, I've certainly tried to do it as best as I can. And, 
sometimes you don't get it right, but as long as you learn from that uh, and, and keep growing and keep keep your organisation evolving, and that's the important thing. And as I said, there's no greater job than I've had than representing, you know, the members that, that I believe are the most courageous people uh, out in our workforce. Um, they go every day to work uh, to keep our community safe, uh, and it is a very um, humbling experience, and I'm certainly going to miss it. Well, Northern Territory Police Association President Paul McCute, no doubt we'll talk to you before you finish up, mate. Thank you very much for having a chat with us this morning. Absolutely. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.